This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. And this is Dr. Head. And this is the Blue Fez. And this is... Anywho, this is Dr. Tar, and uh, tonight's, tonight, <laughs> our subject today is uh, <laughs> crime and sci-fi. It, I know, it, the only reason I picked this topic, I, I got, to, got to thinking about it, just how the two have been connected almost from the beginning with this stuff. It just is like someone is, you know, and, and I was really trying to think uh, the earliest what do I want to say, cinematic, uh, showing this kind of, this, these two genres connected to each other. Anyway, so I, I, I kind of throw it out to you guys, you know, so I really don't have a, a set timeline to go through this stuff. It's just, just because it just through the whole genre. Anyway, so take it away. Gentlemen. Ooh. Would you like to take it away first? Well, yeah, actually, I was trying to think of the very earliest. Thing. No, 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 no. Who, who do you want to talk? The mechanical man. All right, let's get this. Let's get this worked out here. You're the what? one that's supposed to call out who you want to talk and in what order they want them to talk, so that they can say something. Oh, I don't why? It's just like whoever wants to throw something out there. Okay, Gadfly, you first. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> All right, so I uh, I took a look at this and I started thinking about you know crime movies, uh, and I think there's you know a lot of the science fiction are crime movies, you know the, the, a good uh, majority of them. So there's like Outland is a crime movie, but that's a crime movie that is like a typical crime just put in a different frame. You know what I mean? Like that's a crime that could have happened yes. during yeah. like the it's coal the miner yeah. days and and that kind of stuff. Um, and then it was yeah, even thinking, yeah, like, idea. yeah, and then the Alphaville, which I think is, you know, a really cool crime. But I think the unique mm -hmm. ones are the ones that are crimes that are that are unique to actual science fiction, to to something that doesn't exist now. So I was thinking about Minority Report, uh, which is pre-crime, yeah, yeah. you know, predicting crime, um, and then uh, Blade Runner because it's yes. about a nuke type of crime, yeah. which is, you know, uh, but that also is kind of like slavery and you know and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think, you know, no, no, but it plays out as I mean, it's actually they, filmed as a, a noir. Right. Movie. Yeah. They have the genre element to them as well. So but those were the but, those were the ones that I was thinking of. I mean, you could really think about exactly. Tons I mean, of them. no, I was thinking that, too. I, I think it even goes. Yeah, there's just so much of it. Yeah. Like it, Alien. Alien's a crime movie, you know, I mean, because it's it's all it becomes about, that. Yes. Yeah. It's all about the corporation trying to get this ultimate weapon, you know. So, but that's, that's right. you know, those are the so ones that the came to mind. Weapon too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's those are the, the ones that I was. Alien Covenant was just a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. The, the movie itself, yes. Yeah. I never, I never saw. Is it that bad? Is it really bad? Oh, it's yes. It's horrible. But they're all unnecessary. Yeah. There's just so many unnecessary uh, films. You know? uh, which one was it that was the? Uh, I kind of liked it. Uh, wasn't was it Resurrection? It was, was done the by the French guy. Yeah. Oh, that he one. Had a I fetish liked, yeah. for boots and, and footwear. Yes. Wait, yeah, but yeah. I liked it. I, I did there too. There was something yeah. about Gad, it. Gadfly, you mentioned Outland, which I think is, you know, I, that, yeah, that's that's one of Call my in. favorite kind of crime. You yeah. know, look at, oh, it's a crime, you know, that uh, 
That's one of my. And it's a western because it does yeah. mix the two yeah, genres. It's, it's, yeah, there's like. a new Actually, sheriff three. in town. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's high noon in space. Yeah, there's it a is, new yeah. sheriff in town. It's yeah. great. Exactly. I just watched it last week. Uh, again, you know. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It is a. It's the typical crime, like like Gadfly said. You know, got these miners, and uh, there is a a larger network of crime and drug dealing going on and you got the one marshal who's uh trying to stop it you know and he's the he's the new kid on the block uh, in and 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 you know mucking things up and doesn't realize the the large extent of the the machine that he's he's trying to stop and uh i like it i mean as much as it is high noon and and predictable in some ways I've, I've always liked Outland. Yeah, no, I, I love it too. I was just trying to think of movies that were specific to future. You know what I mean? Like the, that these are the type of crimes that don't really exist right. now. The, the, the crimes actually... Yes. I, I got oh. to think of The Amazing Transparent Man. <laughs> but that was like just straight on, you know, gangster and, oh, I can make you invisible. <laughs> just, and the Nazi scientist, by the way, sorry. They were How about like like Logan's Run? Then, if we're going to talk about crime that's particularly related specifically oh, that's true. to a, that's a right. movie, they broke and, the law, and yeah, right. Here's the you know you got to renew, and if you don't renew, you you take off, and and yeah, uh, I suppose you could twist this like anything, but you know then you become then you become an outlaw. Um, I, I've I've always been uh, fond, and for a long time I taught 1984, in. Uh, I think that that's a, a stellar work of dystopian future where, you know, anything outside of the party is a crime. But then you have this whole notion of thought crime and where the, the, the state gets into the ways you think about everything and that that sense of paranoia. What do you think about that when Gadfly is that is that kind of close to what you're thinking or is that yeah. too yeah i think so because normal i think so because i mean i think that's like minority report these people haven't even really committed a crime yet we have precogs that are saying they're going to create you know commit a crime and so they say it's prevention but really it's you know i don't know it's like profiling or yeah. whatever i mean you know i mean just yeah it's interesting stuff yeah, and, and, just, yeah, and there was a couple of them that he has done like that you know like uh with scanner darkly the movie mm -hmm. yeah that was that was that was interesting that it all became a crime anyway i mean you know what i mean it was just yeah i'll circle back on itself i like that movie a lot i just it was just great too bad a lot of people didn't see it but yeah, so who else do you want to 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 list their movies next oh i don't get mark go ahead dogra the space monster uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, I, I remember seeing this as a kid. I was probably seven or eight when I first saw this, and that was the first time. I mean, Dogra is a creepy monster. It's like a, like a giant jellyfish uh, in the sky. A diamond G-man. And and, and and then and it involves these these criminals who are you know they're ju you know jewel thieves and stealing diamonds, and that's what this monster Dogra eats up anything that's like you know carbon, so coal and diamonds and things like that. And I remembered it being radically different from any other monster movie that I had seen because there was this whole side element of the criminal, you know, not, not Yakuza necessarily, but this whole criminal underworld. I think I liked it because of that, too. It was just so weird. Yeah. And it's still creepy. The music is, is, you know, the sound effects are creepy, and it looks like this kind of gangly jellyfish-like tentacles are coming down. And so I've always kind of had a... 
Yeah, that's great. It's a, it's a it's a great movie, but that has that combination of there's still the crime is it's a strong element in this movie. The yeah the dime, yeah the the whole yeah uh, what's his name uh, uh, who played uh, the Diamond G Man guy uh, what was his name the American guy I, I, what was it's his been name too long since I've seen it I don't remember oh I know I can't think of his name either but anyway they apparently they wanted to make like a series like a couple of other movies based on this guy these Diamond G Man guys Robert kind of is it Robert the Dunham same kind of Robert Dunham yeah but. The, yeah, that's it. Something like that. Yeah, Robert Dunham. Yeah, that was his name. Oh, and by the way, they used his uh, Doom Buggy in uh, Godzilla versus Megalon. So that was his Doom Buggy. <laughs> Odd fact. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Robert Dunham. Anyway, okay. Feather, go ahead. Feather? In composing my thoughts. <laughs> I decided to go Just with set it down. Set it down and get back to the mic, right? <laughs> the, uh, the, the whole concept, you know, of crime in science fiction, it, as Gadfly already stated, you know, it's so ubiquitous from almost the beginning. So yes. what I did, I, I decided yep. to pick one movie that I want to talk about that I think is a, uh, and this kind of goes along with like Outland and some of these other ones. Um, this movie is, uh, and you've all seen it, so it's uh, Inception. Oh, uh, yeah. Christopher Nolan's Inception, made in 2010, released in 2010, stars uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and a slew of people. Just a lot of good good actors in this movie. Um, I'm not going to list them all. If you, you, you know who I'm talking about. If you've seen it, if you haven't seen it, uh, this is a spoiler alert because um, I'm going to go into the movie a little bit in depth here. Um, this movie has a kind of a unique twist. It's it you know it deals with uh, jumping into another person's dreams, uh, which is a theme you know from Freddy Krueger on. <laughs> um, but it's it it was originally started by the military, and then the. Um, the corporate element got a hold of it, and so they use it for corporate espionage. And the primary thing that they do is what's called extraction, which is they go into somebody's dreams and extract information, bring it out. Well, what gives this a twist, and this is this is pure Christopher Nolan, is the whole the whole scam now is to go in and plant an idea into a guy's head. But in order to do that, you have to go. I think it, what is it? Four levels deep in dream world. You have to go to four different dream levels. And, and right away, I mean, just that concept is, is so cool. You know, you're going, okay. The, the, and, and the way they, they way, the way that Christopher Nolan shoots it is brilliant. We could go into that. Um, he, his visions. Um, if you've seen it, he has a place where he has, uh, Oh, what's, what's her name? Uh, page. Um, Ariadne, Ariadne. Yeah, Emily yeah. Page. Yeah. What's her name? Emily Ellen Page. Page. Or Ellen Page. Ellen yeah, Page. Ellen Page. You're right. Oh, yeah, okay. Thanks. Hard candy. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. The... She plays Ariadne. She is what's called the architect of the dream world. She has. She's the one that's responsible for uh, going in and creating the world to make it look like where they want their subject to be. And uh, it's it's pretty fascinating. He, um, Christopher Nolan 
is such a good director. Um, all four of the dream sequences, um, and well, I'll go into that later, but uh, he shoots each one of them in, in a different mode, color mode. And this is, uh, I read this article and I said, you know, Christopher Nolan is Christopher Nolan. So he said, look, we're not going to do all this in post. I want this to look this way. I want this to look this way. And this is how they're going to look when they, when we, when we develop the film. Commitment. You know? That's commitment. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and when you watch it and they all, they are themed, you know, and they all match the themes. It's, it's, it's brilliant. He's a brilliant director. And he also is, uh, I want to touch on his writing. He's a great writer, but anyway, back to the story. Um, so they have to go in and they have to take a team in. Um, and it's, it's, it's really pure, um, corporate level cyberpunk at this point, you know, um, the way everybody has to do things. It's just, it's, it's pretty good. And it, it also reminds me of, of, like the matrix or it even reminds me of star Wars in, in that the bad guys can't hit the good guys worth the shit. You know, um, there, there are some scenes in there where nobody would live and everybody lives except, you know, the one guy has to get shot and die slowly in the movie. Um, but that's just a, um, this movie is so complex. It has so just so much to say. Um, one of the things that was posited is that, this whole dream world and the way that the dreams work. It, this is also like a Cronenberg movie because it takes you out of reality, completely out of reality there. You don't Twisted. know, you don't know what is real and what is not real in this movie, which is just brilliant. Um, a, a lot of the critics, there's a lot of things you can nitpick on in the worlds and how they did things and all that. But, but overall, it's a, a you know two and a half hour movie. If you sit there and you subject yourself to to Christopher Nolan and the crew's vision, I mean, it, it's it's overwhelming. It's just it's it's stunning, you know. Yeah, um, it is. It doesn't hold up, you know. I've watched it several times, and it doesn't hold up. I I can see the flaws, but you know, I I, I want to go with that first time I saw it. You know, I was just I was just floored by this movie, and and I'm floored quite a bit by Christopher Nolan anyway. So. Um, I just want to talk about this. Uh, I think that was just kind of a different idea, you know, in the crime genre of science fiction and something new that has come along, you know, and I, I really like that. You know, yeah. the dream world idea itself is not new, but that twist. I like the storyline, you know, and there's another storyline. There's a with whole the, separate storyline where his wife, his, his, you know, his wife is a part of the story. And it's interesting because her name is Maul. And if you look in just about any language, that means bad. Yeah, like you know, and so that's it, there's just all kinds. Richard of, Mull, there's just all, <laughs> yeah. chopping mall, just bad, just chopping bad, mall. <laughs> chopping mall, horrible. But I I really like this, and I I liked all the characters pretty well, you know. And, and it, another thing about Christopher Nolan, if if you remember the scene in the um, in the hotel where it starts in the corridor where it starts spinning, the the gravity gets you know messed up. Well, they, that was an actual mechanical spinning set that they made. Right. Mm -hmm. It was not, that was not CG'd or anything. That was an Thank actual, you, Stanley. That was an, yeah, an actual <laughs> set that they made. Which That's I think, what I was thinking. And when you see it, it looks that way. You know, there's, no matter what you say, you know, that's, that practical effect really works extremely well, you know. And, it, and this is a mixture of good practical effects and a lot of good CGI, too, you know. There's yes. a lot in there yeah. that, you know that is really good and, and pretty seamless. But, and it all just kind of conveys that whole dream world, you know, it brought me back even to thinking of Lovecraft, you know, and Lovecraft's fascination with dreams, 
you know, but who's who's not fascinated with dreams? You know, we can go to, you know, all the psychology and psychiatry, you know, from all, you know, from the from the top. Yeah, but and, you look for good or bad. But, yeah, yeah. But that's, and that's what it, and that's what it is. But then this is just ultimately kind of a uh, it's it's ultimately a, you know, just a gig, you know. I mean, there's, you know, dire consequences at the end because uh, DiCaprio Cobb wants to uh, get back home to see his kids. Um, and so there's a whole and, it, you know, you come to find out that Maul is just his subconscious talking to him, you know, and his guilt. Spoiler alert. Yeah. No, that's what I said. I said in the beginning <laughs> of this that, that I would spoil it, you know. Oh, yeah. No. And we can talk about the ending. Um, because, because that was always a, that's a big controversy because at the end, um, in the movie, you have what's called a, a token and this token tells you by you utilizing the token, it tells you if you're in reality or if you are in a dream and, uh, Cobb's particular token is a little spinning top, a little metal spinning top, very small. And it, if you spin it and it does not tip over, you're in a dream. If it spins and then tips over, you're in reality. And at the end, um, he goes finally, uh, there's a whole thing about him getting to see his kids. Um, and that's, that's his ultimate goal, was to get home to see his kids. And um, his wife had committed suicide, and he was guilty about it because of the dream world, which goes into a whole nother, there's a whole different level that I'm not even going to talk about because we could talk for hours on this movie alone. Um, it's one of those movies, but anyway, that's there's my pick, Inception. Yeah, I think that's I think it's an excellent one because it, it at the very base simplest, it's a heist movie. You know, what I mean, that's yeah. what it is. Whether yes. they're they're taking or, or putting something there, and then there's the the team, you know, the architect, uh, you know, the, all the people that have their role uh, that they play. And I think that's yeah, that's a really good one for a, a crime. That's it, it is a crime, a future crime. crime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally good. It was almost called Ocean's Inception. <laughs> guys got to go over here one of the articles i read about that a while back was about how the flaws like i think christopher nolan wanted those flaws to stay uh, and to not even be aware of them because he said you know like your dream logic it's a dream yeah you're in a dream and one one minute you're in one place the next minute you're like there's no like sometimes there's no narrative or consistency so i think i was gonna say that it's probably more coherent than any dream that you've ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, but he also said, but it's good though. I mean, you segments, you fill it in, you do, you know what you do in a dream. That's yeah. And it is a movie that, you know, you can, uh, with enough time going between, at least for me, I've seen it several times now. And if there's enough time going between viewings, I've kind of forgotten all the little, little things that I might have seen before, but I've, I've kind of, it's really easy to get myself immersed back into and invest wholeheartedly back into this concept and find myself going, okay, what level of reality are we at or what level of dream are we at now? You know, and that's, it's still fun for me to, to watch the movie. So it doesn't, it doesn't take it away. And when you're talking about dreams, um, you know, they're, they're not rational and that's what makes horror you go off topic a little bit horror different than science fiction is that science fiction is, tends to be grounded in in science in fact and and 
rational explanations for things, whereas horror taps into our nightmares, into our dream states. And so they can be as irrational as Freddy Krueger or, you know, Jason, you know, being killed 13 times and getting back up and doing more stuff. Because in our dreams, we have those recurring nightmares. We have, you know, we're trying to run and our feet are suddenly like in a pit of tar. You know, we have all those things that are there so um, yes. I, I appreciate it <laughs> tell my us more is... about this doctor head <laughs> <laughs> last night my foot was deep inside of tar uh, <laughs> ow <laughs> I had to throw my waiters away <laughs> but, uh, right right because yeah, you couldn't wait uh, yeah, so inception was... is all about in, in planning an idea and uh, and images yeah, apparently. So <laughs> one of the him, him, one of the things that, that you know it was it has been equated to is it's kind of a metaphor for filmmaking, and there's even speeches within that kind of support that you know the way they talk and, and certain ways that their the exposition is is, yeah. is the manipulation delivered. of everything and yeah. yeah and I and I think that's uh, you know that there again I, you know I can't I. I'm just I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. What can I say? Oh yeah, who who wouldn't be, man? Yeah. Great. That but, that I think just a, a discussion of Christopher Nolan's filmmaking alone uh, would warrant a podcast right there. Yeah, a couple should, of podcasts. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, should. Yeah, because I, I he's totally one of those that he's one of those that that you know actually thinks a lot. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> okay, Tar. Who's next? Who's left? I know who's left. Well, I think that would be me. <laughs> All right, Fez, cough it up. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so the first, uh, a couple popped into mind when we're talking about, uh, you know, crime and science fiction. One of my favorites from the 80s, Robocop. Uh, oh, to mind. good one. Uh, you know, awesome. it, it may, maybe at times a, l a little pirating towards like parody, but still, I mean, oh, no. Face scientific way of dealing with crime by creating a cyborg uh to go out and deal with this um I in detroit seeing, too yeah in, in detroit but uh, you know <laughs> but you know you know it's that science fiction it's crime it's a it's a commentary on everything 80s uh which i really enjoy but i remember even seeing it you know, in theater um back in the day um I, I, I kind of kind of appreciate it for what it was but and i also had a really funny experience because when i saw robocop there and the row in front of me, and I believe this might have been at the Franklin Park Cinemas in Toledo. There was a row of Japanese businessmen that were there, <laughs> with, uh, probably here on business or for some reason. For some reason, their their contact was yeah, was taking them to see it. So we work for Bendai. <laughs> so what was happening is they there was their their contact there would have to translate the movie. So I was getting this kind of like watching the film but then watching them react to it after it had been translated for them it was really bizarre but it made for a, an interesting movie experience so that that was one that came to mind did Another they like one, it did they uh, like yeah they seemed to they, they were did laughing they? at all the good stuff oh there you go but uh, another one that comes to mind soylent <laughs> green one of my favorites oh yeah from oh, the, yeah. From good from one the good 70s. one you damn dirty plants <laughs> <laughs> god damn you all to hell yeah that uh this beef jerky tastes like shit <laughs> <laughs> because it is um that's one um another uh another one that comes in mind, i don't know if you guys have ever seen it it's called uh robot and frank yes with 
with what was it? What oh, was yeah. it? Robot yeah. Frank yep. with Franklin Jella. Yep, yep. He plays um, an ex uh, thief, jewel thief, if I remember correctly, um, who is starting to show uh, signs of dementia. So his son buys him an at-home care robot, and he figures out how to basically train this thing to, to, do, to do his last heist. And this kind of like friendship sort of bond, the, this bond forms between the two of them. And I remember seeing this thinking, that is an interesting, uh, interesting story idea. This ex jewel thief who trains his care robot to, to pull off this last heist. I, I really enjoyed the concept. And, it, and that. it's not that inconceivable at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just that it's, it's one of those things where it's just slightly ahead. It's not, what you know, uh, what's the movie? Of years. What's the movie with Gene Simmons as the bad guy? Uh, Runaway. What? Yeah. Runaway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it creates the uh, the robots. Yeah. There we go. There's, oh, a, there we go. Like There's a movie for you. Yep. Uh, and it had, uh, it had what's his name? Tom Selleck. Or Tom yes. Selleck. Yeah. That's, yep. that's I could I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> Ooh, that's a wonderful slice of '80s cheese. Oh, but it's so good. And his like, mustache. I I yeah. Feather, you should be appreciated. Oh, I love his mustache. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> oh, many times. <laughs> stash on stash. Yeah, they call, had to comb that out. They, they called that it's a comb. Like a, it's like two bats scissoring. There's the name of this. Yeah, I was going to say, there's the episode <laughs> name right there. <laughs> What's up for car? Isn't that how COVID started? <laughs> Oh, we buy you bet long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Already then. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I think uh, that's was it. What is it, Frank and or Ro, what is it, Frank and me, or what was that called? Robot and Frank. Robot and Frank. Robot yeah, and Frank. that's when was that made? Uh, let's see. I think that was two thousand back of two thousand ten. No, two thousand twelve. Oh, oh, really? Okay, yeah. I, I thought it was an older movie for some reason. I th I think when I watched it, I thought it was like from the '90s or something, and I had seen, I was just seeing it now. But, uh, You're imprinting that Langella look. I know, no doubt. Yeah. Well, that that concept of of uh, the theme of using robots and and crime and and is used in several different you know movies like I Robot and mm -hmm. and, and Do Wayne Electric <laughs> Sheep or you know, Blade Runner as we had mentioned. And the first Judge Dredd. Yes. <laughs> Not necessarily yeah, so. the second one, but the first one. Yeah, and so you have this idea, and then, you know, whereas in, like, an iRobot, it really explores, the crime is the motif that helps us to explore whether robots have, quote-unquote, feelings, like, you know, what Asimov was, was working towards. Um, but then it opens up to other shows, like, I don't know if you've seen Human. Oh, Yeah. You know, with with the uh, the one? very American realistic. The, the, I've seen the American. English. I can't find the uh, the other one. <laughs> the Quester um, tapes. You know, <laughs> it's the whole theme of of robots and robot rights, and and the closer we make them towards being human and being sentient, you know, there's that ongoing debate of ethics and how we treat them, and do they have rights? Are they are they actual members of society? You know, if they're smarter than us, stronger than us, you know, things like that. So there's a whole kind of subgenre of science fiction and then we get to the murkier issues of what where the crime is what is the crime is it mistreating a machine or is it a machine that thinks and, and where do where do those gray areas become more solidified 
That's a good point. I think isn't that like the entire point of Westworld right now? Oh yeah, yeah it <laughs> no, totally is. Like, Probably. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I ask my toaster that every morning. <laughs> Could I have it lightly brown, please? <laughs> hey, you talk to your toaster nicely. No, you no, you be firm yeah. with your toaster. You That's tell right. You toaster gotta be what firm. you want. Bank your chrome pouty little. We still have a human at the at the at the end using the, the, the machine or the intelligence to commit the crimes, kind of like you know Robot and Frank. But I was also thinking a movie like Tron. Oh, where oh. we have oh. a, the master controller who's the, you know really being controlled or manipulated by a human. Totally a crime movie. Do yeah. these things and absorbing all these other programs. It's still science fiction, but the machine is really just doing the bidding of the human behind it. In a way. Well, you you bring up a good point there, Doctor Head, because the the movie starts off with the premise that uh, that um, Kevin Flynn's career gets gets sacked because uh, Ed Dillinger um, steals his steals his his code his programs. Right. So there's a there's a crime right there. The whole thing is predicated on a on theft. And then covering up that theft. Yeah, and then him trying to get that information back. Yeah. Oh my God, there's so many of these things that we can do. done. Yeah, all yeah. the Twilight Zone things too. You know, or like where the criminals think they're gonna, you know, they they make a heist and they hide it in the cave and they all go in suspended animation, and then they wake up and it's like gold's not even relevant yes. anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, well, what, what, what about what a twist? What about something like li- <laughs> what about they live? <laughs> they live. Hmm. They live. They live. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you have the. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. I gotta get my bubble gum. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. How how's they live? What what now? Explain that. So being a crime movie, it's uh, aliens committing a crime against humanity because they're trying yeah. to take over and That's control. Right. You know, it's That's slavery. Right. I mean, it's. Um, and the reason I brought that up is because I have this like film book that that goes. It's a very nice condensed film book that like really says what these landmark films are. And uh, one of them was RoboCop. So when John brought that up, I thought, oh, what was that other one that I, I was blown away by how he tied this in as this real important social commentary? And it was They Live. Um, and I think both of those uh, movies, you know, pointing out the crime of mind control or. Yes. Um, and not just yeah. mind control, but insidious uh, propaganda, you know, those kinds of things. Well, yeah, melting them both. Yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and taking but that yeah. theme also in a more comical event with the aliens committing crimes against humanity, then we have Peter Jackson's bad taste. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, they're taking the a whole crime. I just watched that the other true crime was... The fantastic movie. I, I love that movie. It's hysterical. But you know, oh, here, here a bunch of aliens coming down and, and, you know, human flesh is the taste sensation. You know, it's, a, it's the hot new sensation in the galaxy. Pink slime. They are. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm lucky I got a chunky mitt. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a similar theme if you want to. Yeah, if you want to go that route, though, then just about every alien invasion movie is a crime movie. You think about it. It's a crime well, against yeah. humanity. Mars came it's, here to steal our Earth. Mars attacks. Mars and Earth. <laughs> Mars needs women. <laughs> there you go. Stealing our women. That was a crime. <laughs> that was a crime on many levels. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so was a movie I watched last night. Jeez. Gog. Oh, that was a crime. 
fuck. <laughs> that was oh, the dog so bad, but oh, I like it. Wrong yeah, kind. I, I saw that. That's I saw one of the best post. robots I've uh, ever seen. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, well, it's, car, been, car. it's been three car. hours later. Car, Did he bring me car. the screwdriver or not? Car, tell, tell them who was in that. Who's in the robot? Oh, uh, oh, damn it. Is it Billy Barty? No. Oh, him. No. No, oh no. damn it! No, it's not Billy Barty. It's a, it's, 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 it's uh, tear this tiny down. I know, Billy Curtis. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it was Billy, Billy Curtis. Curtis. Uncredited, by the way. <laughs> little, little bit of a tar and feather trivia there. Yes, yes, very little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not if you're geeking, you know who Billy Curtis is. <laughs> So oh, by you, the I way, guess, you, Tar, you and I are the He was in uh, Angry Red Planet, too, was he? Yes, he was. <laughs> was, it, was it? Yeah, he was a Martian. What was a High Plains Drifter? Was oh, yeah, he was a little guy underneath the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy oh, yeah. Curtis. Billy Curtis has been around. You guys mentioned a little, a little bit you, of Billy goes a long way. If you, if you people <laughs> would like to see Terror of Tiny Town, go on to uh, Tar and Feather's web. Uh, Vimeo site, Psycho Cinema, and you can download and watch or just watch it stream Terror of Tiny Town, the Tar and Feather version. Shameless. It, it is a masterpiece, let me tell you. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> it's just a little bit. You know, dovetailing on what you had said, uh, Feather, about, you know, we can look at any pretty much any inv alien invasion movies as, as a crime. It, it almost echoes the idea of, of whether is it a crime because it's even though it's a crime to the humans, is it a crime to the aliens? So then we're, it's almost like the is it a crime to the computer? If how how human or not human is it? Because I'm thinking of a movie like Predator, where we have a predator, you know, this alien hunting people, which we might consider criminal, but to the predator, this is pretty much what they do. It's not a crime to them. So right, right. We have we have a host of movies that kind of follow in that. And, and trying to explore a sense of more, you know, alien morality. <laughs> yes, sir. I need to see your permit. No, I, I agree. But <laughs> if you if you remember exactly what I said, I said that these are movies of crimes against humanity. Against humanity, right? That's so. That's you know that right there specifies that we're not looking at the morals of the alien. Now, would you consider? But I understand. I mean, I, you know, that's just a you know one side of the argument. Sure. I was kind of pondering this one though. It was just. Uh, Dr. Mbazi, the you know when he was head the Dr. Mubuza, Mubuza, yeah, right. Would you? That's almost sci-fi, was it? With his telepathy yeah. and yes, yes, yes. And yeah, I it was, it was, it was yeah. that twenty-two. Was that made? Yeah, Fritz Lang. Yeah, yes. But yeah, that's a. I like that movie too. I mean, that goes along with that. It just kind of. You know, so is, is invading Metropolis, your dream and minds, huh? Is Metropolis a crime movie? Yes. The original. Would you with government suppressing their workers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, yeah, I, I think it would. When somebody mentioned the Matrix, you know, corporate crime. Is the Matrix a, a crime movie? Yes. No, oh, would you? Or, would, no, I, no, I kind of disagree with that one. The Matrix. Because the machines became intelligent, and they just decided to take over. I don't think that's a 
I mean, it's, if you're going with the crimes against humanity, because they are using pe you know, people as batteries, more or less. Yeah. Right. So that, I guess right. that would but be crime that's criminal. That's like a species attacking us because we've at attacked them and all that. It, I guess I guess I don't think of it that way. I mean, well, it's just, and I think uh, at the very basis, it's a gang. It's an attack on us, period. No, so they're it, totally different than us. And, it's, and, it's two gangs that are using the system. I mean, the, the, to me, that's what it is. It's the humans jumping in to this virtual system it's the machines but they also have the physical system you know where they're attacking so it's like two different levels that things are happening but you know they're planning things they're trying to disrupt things i mean what's crime that's like i think that's where you go okay what's crime is there monetary gain yep. is there freedom gain uh, what what is it uh i the only reason i ask power. is yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, because somebody brought right. it up with uh, no. I That's think where it feather. became so really broad. I, I just you know, how. That's how good you though. Focus this good though. conversation again. Yeah, because but you, uh, you get to look at different types of crime. You know, different types of right. movies. There was a Boris Karloff movie oh, with the man they could not hang. It was. Uh, he was, electric, was developing an artificial heart. Mm. What's that? I was thinking the one that was very similar was it the uh, Undying Monster or Electric Monster? Oh, he Monster did a couple they, of them. He, yeah, yeah. Where they killed him, he, you know, he was innocent. He's, you know, he was sent to the chair, died, right. the man, was revived. Long chain, uh, long chain Jr.'s indestructible man. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that one too. No. Right, and he gets his revenge. So no. is that he's he's technically murdering people, but it is that crime? And then you know, yeah. And if you're using crime as a vehicle. In the broadest sense, to introduce the story, we have a movie like Time After Time, mm, which involves time true. travel. Yeah. And then, but we also have Jack the Ripper. You know, so there's the criminal, there's the crime, these murders, but we have a time travel. That suddenly element. discovered time travel or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a chase movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, I seriously. I, I have two words make... for you all. Wait a minute, I have two words. Maniac cop. Oh, Man, it, uh, don't get me started. <laughs> Damn. You had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> I had to, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I think I remember watching that at your house, Feather. Oh, yeah. Oh, Are we talking about the weekend. old maniac with the... No, the, maniac the cop and with like Zedar. robot ninja. No, no, there's another maniac. We watched a whole yeah, that's one. I'm, that's the one we're talking about. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. The new one. Yeah. Robert yeah. Zedar. Yeah, with Robert Zedar. Maniac cop. Yeah. That's what I just said. <laughs> oh, Where you been, yeah. Tar? <laughs> Tar, was in, Tar was in the dream state again. I'll pull my foot out. I thought you were talking about I thought you were talking about Tar's Tar still back in, in Inception. I thought you were talking maniac. about Maniac. The Maniac from the 30s. Uh, the maniac you know, no, that's called floor. Maniac. That's not called right. Maniac Cop. Right. I heard just Maniac. Sorry. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> He's watching Flash okay. Dance. That's a good movie too, 1932 or whatever it was, where he pokes the cat's eye out. <laughs> Maniac. <laughs> oh yeah, just like an oyster. <laughs> That's a great Maniac movie. cop. I I just thought I'd throw that one in there. Yeah, Robert Zedar. Yeah. <laughs> My man. Anyway, apparently you like Goldschlager. All right, I think we're so, running out on our time limit here. I think so too. So there you have it, our thoughts and feelings about crime and sci-fi. It's all been a dream. <laughs> this is Dr. Tar. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to watch
after you take a dump. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apparently, now I'm Dr. Tar. <laughs> I think I'm still Professor Feather. Oh, no, you're not. I was the Midnight Gadfly, the artist formerly known as. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'll be your doctor. Oh, forget it. <laughs> Wait, you'll be what? I'll be your doctor head. Turn your head and talk. <laughs> and I blow the blue face. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> That's my new favorite verb. Blah. <laughs> I had your a good time. Radio yeah, shut up. With the unsane radio at gmail.com. What was that? I'm sorry, what was that? Unsane radio at gmail.com. Come oh, yeah? You can reach us on Twitter, Radio Unsane at. You can reach us on Facebook at various places. Um, we're on Facebook. We're, we're all over the face. And if there's Keep some place up. that we're not. Oh, yes, we are. It's a crime. It's a crime. You're right. If, we're so, if there's some place we're not, it's a crime. <laughs> well, Fez. Oh, I get it. Something. Oh. <laughs> what? What? Boom. Boom. Well, there you go. Midnight. <laughs> I sentiment. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>